everybody. Welcome to the Insufferable Bastards podcast. Hello, Shuli. Hello, my friend. How are you? The only time anybody watches this podcast is when we talk about Stuttering John. Hi, this is Stuttering John Melendez from The Howard Stern Show. It's all Long Island to me. The second she saw the face, she said, Oh yeah, that was him. Oh, you're the guy that played fake clips of me. Yes, I remember now. It's a stupid name, but maybe it's worth listening to. How the fuck do I know? I got my own problems. I got hemorrhoids and shit. When I wipe my ass, it looks like a chocolate-covered cherry. All right. Kiki. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Insufferable Bastards. My name is Carlos Danger. For the purposes of this broadcast, not joined by my co-host Brian Spears. Hello, hello. He's working on movies and television and all that kind of crap. Filling in, though, is my good friend, Obnoxious John. Hello, OJ. Hello, Carlos Danger. How are you doing this? Oh, it still is the morning. Thank God. It's 11 a.m. Uh, East Coast Standard Time, as far as I know. We're supposed to have Stevie Lou. What up, Bill Loney? How the heck are you? OJ's helping out with some of the comments. I very much appreciate that. <laughs> this guy knows how to start the time of a podcast. Yes, beloved chatter. Another person I had the pleasure of meeting at DabbleCon and has not spread any false rumors about me. Like Kinky Loco has. I don't think I met beloved chatter at DabbleCon. But we were in different crowds for some reason. You kept getting separated from us. Yeah, I mean, I was I was with the people looking to have a good time, and you were with the people looking to raise their profile, to be dabblers, <laughs> the corporate guys, the company men. Hey, man. Kissing we Shuli's ass. We were kicking it with Bill Loney and uh, Bad with 2Ds and... Uh, couple of the ladies for a little while yeah i was not hanging out with any ladies we were all the way in the back we were completely the opposite area of shuli and all the guys i bought david chandler a beer and he threw it in my face kinky logo asks when are you going to admit spears quit never he hasn't quit this is supposed to be a movie review podcast but i got lost in the Dabbleverse. oh god over a year ago it's consumed my life tk suso <laughs> You covering the Tard Wars? I don't know which one, but it's I've got so, topics. I've got topics. It's definitely the Tard Wars. And maybe that's, yeah, I call this the week in Hackverse. I've accepted the name Hackverse as the, as the uh, name for all this. You know what I mean? I think it fits. Said with love. It was Brandon, right? The guy Brandon is the one who coined it. I don't mean to steal his stuff. David Skywalker, Carlos Danger, you were great on Ray's stream last night. Yeah, I made a five second uh, appearance i mean hey that introduces our first topic i wanted to talk about for a second mr ray devito actually for the next 30 minutes mr ray devito my good friend my confidant my mentor my adopted son beloved chatter carlos and i were busy closing down the bar that's absolutely true we were asked to leave i don't remember that i remember uh I left my wallet at the bar at the very end it was just me and beloved chatter beloved chatter did not steal my wallet but they had to basically fish me out of the men's room. I wish I totally regret not actually walking up to the bar. I just walked out of the, the, the room and I didn't see anybody there. And that's when I made the terrible decision to just drive straight home. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to get you to stay in my room and you know, I would have made sweet love to you. I'll admit it. But I mean, that's the past, right? That was the last gasp of the Dabbleverse when we were a united community before we started feeding off each other. Before yeah. we started to try to, we're now just picking each other apart. 
The and that's what the Dabbleverse has become. That's why I'm calling it the Hackverse, or I'm stealing Brandon's line. It was at its peak. And, you know, I disagree with that. I think it, does, it doesn't even need to have John to be called the Dabbleverse. I mean, we're all dabblers at the end of the day. And a lot of these people that we cover are also dabblers. And some are babblers. To me, like, I never considered myself a dabbler. I was someone who would watch Dabbleverse content and comment on it and bottom feed off it. But I do feel my working theory is that the Dabbleverse was a stand-in for Howard Stern, right? Howard Stern isn't doing what he's doing. So it's a throwback to the 90s when Howard Stern would treat Stuttering John the way he would. And Stuttering John, there was that great dynamic between the two of them. And the Dabbleverse, for a good, what, two years, three years, was a stand-in for that. But with John out of the picture, of course, it's become Tukey trolling Ray DeVito on his late night stream. OJ, what do you have to say for yourself? I was getting, hey. I'm emotionally invested in Ray DeVito now. It's happened. I admit it. I need help. A lot of us are, man. I, I, I'm emotionally invested in Ray DeVito. I want to see Ray succeed. But I, I get I, angry. I'm getting angry when people are trolling him. Shout out to Win by Two Radio in the Paint Podcast for defending Ray's honor last night. Softcast, John DiCaprio, stand up guys, good fellas. Ray has been defending himself a lot more lately. Ray has been sticking up for himself, which I appreciate. Oh yeah, it started with Levy when he when he went back after Bob. I loved it. He put Bob in his place, in my opinion. Bob was. him yelling at him motherfucking him and ray's like hey look motherfucker if i didn't go to Pottstown, you guys would have nothing to talk about because i'm the only thing anybody's talking about he said a lot a lot more aggressively than that by the way i loved it and i have some of that to play i mean that's a lot of this will be old a little bit i'm I'm, there's just some stuff that i think uh we can cover that wasn't covered and i think i just had a a blip it's my friend apparently the most polarizing figure to some extent and whatever all this is and wait, ladies oh. and gentlemen stevie lou hey guys john Thank what you. did you want to play oj did you want to play a song is that was that why was that was that the hesitation yeah. no i did i don't have that song welcome stevie lou thanks guys good to hear you john you got the new setup i think you sound very clear holy oh, shit i actually have a real microphone he Beautiful does sound thing. good. Not talking into my laptop anymore. <laughs> All right, so here's the first clip. I'll shut up. This is Tukey asking Ray. Oh, be dabbler. Oh, look, see, OJ's controlling the comments. I, I appreciate that, OJ. I would already be lost. Uh, be dabbler says, trolling Tukey made that podcast more entertaining than it's been in years. Wow. All right, so here's Tukey turning into Mike Wallace, peering into Ray DeVito's soul. Din? What's up? When Shuli gave you an out to get off the Shuli network, why did you not take it? What 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 benefit do you get from being on the Shuli network besides splitting your super chats? Uh, I I think it's good for me because it's an audience that gets to know me that would not know me, and I I want to be part of a team. Like I, I'm part of the Kevin Brennan team, part of the Shuli team. Like I want to be part of a team that's looking to grow so I can reach more people, if that makes sense. Like, like I don't stink. I know my value. And, no, no, you do not stink. You know? what? But how many so, do you get that many more viewers on the Shuli Network than on this? 
yeah, there, there's people that know me because of the the shoe now, and I like those guys. I want to grow. I want to grow with everybody. Like I'm not an asshole. I don't know if you know this about me. I'm not an asshole. He's not an asshole. Along, I can get along. I can get along with everyone. As long as you're not a dick to me, then I'm not going to be a dick to you. All right. So again, yeah, that was Tuki grilling Ray DeVito last night, and it caused me to do a little research. I don't know if I should go into my research or OJ. As someone, is it safe to say you have a bone to pick with the Shuli Network at this point, OJ? No I, no, I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say I have a bone to pick with them. I would just say that I'm done with them. Uh, um, except for Bob, I love Bob. I think Bob has a, is a good soul. He, he's a great, great guy. Okay. But, and then uh, in terms of, but I, in I'm terms just, of of Tuki's question, do you also think Ray should have taken this? supposed opportunity to leave the network when he absolutely i think ray should leave the shuli network you know all of a sudden shuli wants him part of the team the team the team that left him stranded in the middle of the night the team that's busted his balls for weeks and weeks and made fun of him and tried to just make him and gaslight ray and make him feel and look like an idiot that team he, he, he needs to get away from that team and I recommend anybody that is a Raytard, if you're going to donate to Ray, don't do it on the Shuli Network. Do it on Ray's channel so he gets the you money. You fascist! You're going to tell me where to spend my money? Just my opinion. Hey, he's making a statement with his wallet. What's more American than that? All right. Can I can I go over some data? Sure. Now, I'm 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 definitely not a numbers guy, but I took a quick look at 5 a.m. this morning. So I could be wrong about this. This is These are quick calculations. Ray DeVito's Rock Bottom Podcast, his YouTube page, averaged 342 views per live video. Again, on his Rock Bottom YouTube page. That was in February 2023. His most viewed live video had 659 views, and it was with, yes, Cardiff Electric. His first show on the Shuli Network YouTube page was February 23rd, 2023. It received 1,700 views. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, in March 2023, after joining the Shuli Network YouTube page, Ray's Rock Bottom YouTube page averaged 1,143 views per episode. So to summarize, Ray's live video views increased 234% after joining the Shuli Network. Stevie Lou, a reaction? Yeah. Um, I mean, this is not uncommon in the business. You know, you get what your... business? <laughs> the business of show that we all have this shows. This is StreamYard. This is more like a junkyard. Am I right? Uh, no, but... That's honestly how it kind of works. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Uh, no, but basically what I'm saying here is that he's going to get a bad deal for his first deal. Now he's got a chance to either renegotiate his contract or take the fame that he's already created off of this Shuli show shitty deal that he got and run with it. Like you said, at first I was a little nervous about the concept, much like Ray must be nervous, of 
cutting loose from a sure thing that he's got going on. But Carlos, once you posed it with those very clear data points, it's a no-brainer now. Ray, you got to leave. You got to get yeah. away from Shuli and do your own thing. Wait, wait, get away from it. But he's he's since he's been on the network, his views have increased 234%. Why would he want to ruin a good thing? They're not going to Am I wrong? Am I missing something? It's, but Shuli, people come OJ, to see feel Ray. feel free to weigh in as well. People come uh, to see Ray. Let Stevie Lou finish his thought. Jesus Christ, does everybody have to cut off Stevie Lou? <laughs> we could be here all day. <laughs> I think that Ray needs to expand his horizons, and he's swimming in a small pool that maybe hasn't been completed yet by Memorial Day, but it's still it's a smaller pool that he's swimming in right now, and if he leaves the Shuli Network, he'll only potentially open himself up to more eyeballs. Okay, so we've got we've got still two and, and OJ do, do, do those does that data, and I'm not I'm not going to swear in a Bible or in a court of law because I haven't triple checked them. But does that data change your view as to whether Ray should leave the Shuli Network? Not no, it absolutely doesn't. not, absolutely not. All right, a couple of, uh, of my what, observations. What, what exactly did okay? They they gave Ray the platform. They gave a lot of people the platform. Ray was the only one that really took off without any real, you know, advertising for them or any real producing. I'm not sure what producing went into Ray's show. This hey, I was alleged producer sometimes. It was the Raytards that took a liking to Ray. Hey, Obnoxious John is onto something here because the Shuli Network tried as hard as they could to get anthony zenhauser some eyeballs on his show oh no those, stevie's those... bringing his personal beefs into this no no go to the data points go to the data points. i, I didn't at, look at those and look yeah. at the views on that show whatever the hell they call it that's a nothing men show. are it's talking a, it's a nothing burger i'm a fan as, as the children say but ray really became a why are like, you hanging out with children hey i have go nephews ahead, go ahead, go ahead. all right <laughs> Uh, like I said here, you know, I, I, I don't know. You, re you, you railroaded me there. I love it. Um, oh, wait, can good I, and I'm going to interrupt. Can I, can I, cause there is a comment here. John says MLC got Ray, his fans, not Shuli. I definitely became a Raytard through MLC. That's how I discovered Chad Zumach and Ray DeVito during the pandemic. I'm not a old, old school MLC fan, but if you look at, raised data points in general, his subscriptions clearly took off once he was on the Shuli network. Like that's in dispute, his subscriptions took off. So it's just, that's, I'm not saying either way, but that's just, that's just a fact. Yeah, I think, I think close. definitely the drama with Chad has been huge to Ray and that's MLC spillover. That all comes back to obviously like Ray wouldn't be on the Shuli network if it wasn't for Kevin Brennan and MLC. I do acknowledge that. Cardiff Electric is important to Ray's page. I am not. Some of his least viewed uh, videos is when I, it's just me and Ray talking. The other thing, Ray does better in the daylight. Ray's best live streams outside the Shuli Network and just on the Ray page, Saturday afternoons. I, I just think that you brought your own data to the table here that has now convinced me that the views have swung over to the rock bottom channel just off of the slingshot you know hopscotch thing that he did by using the Shuli network as a stepping stone on to greater things 
And uh, I guess the other thing I'll say here, I mean, the whole drama, this is all before Pink Blanket, by the way. All those all those data points, if you want to call them that, I think I'm stealing that from Stevie Lou. It's just <laughs> shit on YouTube. It's all before the Pink Blanket stuff, before like he had this explosion of 15 days. But, you know, I do acknowledge, it seems to me like it's Platoon, right? Remember in Platoon, it was Sergeant Barnes and Sergeant Elias fighting for the soul of Charlie Sheen, whose character name I don't remember because it's just, he's Charlie Sheen. And there's a similar thing going on here. And I don't know, OJ, as a, you're a long, long time Howard Stern fan. Have we ever been in an instance where the show, or in this case, the Shuley Network, seems to be trying to make Ray DeVito a whack packer, but there's this surge among some of us to help him fight that designation. Is there some truth to that, OJ? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I think Shuley just doesn't, he doesn't understand talent. He doesn't understand. I mean, he's just, he, he was going to get rid of Ray when they got back from Pottstown. Like they got rid of everybody. And he's just now recognizing that people like Ray and he has fans and he gets all the, I mean, how many times have you told him that he's the most viewed show outside of uh, anything involving Bob Levy still holds. Although he, he, I think he had a bit of a dip yesterday, but that, that still holds. That's the truth. Well, I, I think part of that is because of the stain that is on the Shuley network. I think I, I can't be the only person that's kind of that's walked away from that show and still is a fan of Ray. I won't watch Ray on the Shuley network. Wow. Unless somebody sends me a clip or something, you know, but I'll only watch Ray on his channel. And I'll just, oh, actually, I have the ability to do this. Beloved Chatter says, yes, this, this channel wow. is 58 short of 1,000. But here's how full of shit I am. This YouTube page launched in 2016. <laughs> and I don't even own it. So give we, me fake super chats, please. I I on, this I'm will never be monetized. Carlos, I'm on a mission. I might even just start a YouTube page for you and just. I don't want the money. It ruins everything. I saw what it did to Ski Mask. We need a new channel for you. We need the Carlos, Carlos Danger channel. And, and speaking of money, this totally went under the radar, but I'm obsessed with it because I am obsessed with Ray DeVito. It's like a real, it's like a parasocial relationship come to life. He pays his guests. Today he crapped all over you on Chad's show. I went to Venmo. So as you can see here, someone, WATP Kevin, who's very active in all these shows, says Tony Mazur, after he appeared on Ray DeVito's Rock Bottom podcast, went on Chad's stream and shit all over Ray, allegedly. Slime ball, slime ball like, move. I don't have Venmo, I have, and I don't have Cash App. So I was, like, I was like, dude, I'll just throw you some cash when I, when I see you, which um, I'll, I'll see him in Northeast Ohio sometime. But like, I really only have Venmo and I have Zeal. So I was like, so I went to like uh, pay him some money. For Sorry, he has, for doing the Carlos, stream. he has zeal. I, I don't know what any of that is. I, I am a boomer. Does he have gusto as well? I believe he's talking about Zelle, the oh, uh, okay. cash transferring app that most of us know and love. But I guess he calls it zeal, like gotcha. zeal, like zeal Parmesan, right? There is a very funny video on Shuley's Anonymous or, or the Hackverse Reddit page. I'm sorry if I'm getting the name wrong, but it's Ray mispronouncing things. It's very funny. 
it's not me. It's just very funny. Anyway, here's the rest of the clip. Because this makes me angry. And yeah, he didn't have that. Did he crap on me for that? Not that. Yeah, I, I usually I don't pay a lot of my guests, but I'm, I'll do that. Like a lot of times I'll pay. Like, I paid McCaffrey, I paid Elise when they did. McCaffrey, the guy who walked off his show. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll offer to pay guests and sometimes guests will like, no, just keep it. But um, but I, I did want to pay him, but he doesn't have Venmo. Is that why? So, OK, my question here is. What is wrong with these comics, Stevie Lou, that they're accepting money from Ray DeVito? Ray's offered me money. I mean, how do you take, how you, how does that work? I thought like you, you accept payment when there's some type of labor involved, when there's Look. some type of effort. What type of work ethics do these comedians have where they're taking money for going on Ray DeVito's fucking stream yard? I've, so I've got this and one And then shitting on him because the show's not good? I've got this one homeless guy that sits outside the subway right by my place and I give him a few bucks whenever I can. And the other day he called me over and tried to give me a dollar, you know, uh, just like I like, sensed you were trying to be a comedian. Thank you. It was a strange situation. It was mortifying. I'm so embarrassed. Uh, he was just trying to like, hey, you help me out all the time. Let me give you a few bucks back. And he was trying to give me like a crumpled dollar. And I was like, no, no, please, buddy. That's so beautiful and nice of you. It's the same scenario, though. You know, like people have to treat Ray like the homeless vagrant on the sidewalk and, you know, just be there for him. I don't care if people are saying we've been glad handing him all the way and pushing him forward. He's a fucking talent. He's a superstar. Give him his chance, folks. And, and I will say, again, a shout out to In the Paint, Win by Two YouTube page, right? Softcast and John DiCaprio last night defended Ray's honor. And they pointed out it was Chad's stream. They clipped uh, Mazer talking about it. I, I'm not familiar with what exactly Mazer said. I only know it through the, the eyes of John DiCaprio and Softcast. So I apologize if this was taken out of context. I could be wrong. But Mazer was, was, was shitting on Ray a little bit, which is fine. That's fair. But my point is, if you're going to take money for appearing on Ray's podcast, then it's incumbent upon you to bring something to the table, not to just sit back, right? And, and look, and what do I know? I don't, this page isn't monetized. But I just thought that was a bullshit thing to do. Do you have that clip? Working man to working man. No, nah, I didn't clip it. It was it was too late. What, Stevie? Sure. There's only so much I can do. That's a front of Chad. My right? wife's gone for an hour, and I'm doing this literally. Like you can ask OJ. I was whispering. Not yet, OJ. We can't go. We can't go I live yet. Thought you were going to be doing the show talking like that. Speaking but of what, like front of Chad, right? So I mean, this Tony yeah. Mazur, yes. But did yeah, speak, so that's, that sounds like something Chad would do: take money from somebody and then talk shit about him. So it doesn't surprise me a friend of Chad would do something like that. Ouch. So, and also speaking of whisper, do you see that Ray has been whispering in that appearance that you were just showing? You may be onto something, Carlos. His nighttime podcasts aren't that good because he has to fucking whisper and not disturb his uh, roommate sleeping in the other room. So he you're did say he said on the stream a couple of weeks ago or months ago, maybe it was fucking years ago. I don't know. When you deal with Ray, you do kind of fall into a vortex, as Stevie Lou knows. Uh, that he might have to find a new place eventually. There was something going on there, but I don't know. Uh, the other thing I wanted to touch upon with Ray DeVito, and I love Ray DeVito, uh, this apology that he issued to Gino Visconti this week, again on the Win by Two YouTube page and a podcast called In the Paint. Now, I have a 14-minute clip. I'm not going to play it all. We're going to skip around a little bit. I'm sorry, this is going to get really unprofessional here. 
Oh, but I thought, and I'm, I'm particularly interested in to hear in hearing what uh, you have to say, Stevie Lou, about this because I th I found this fascinating. Cool. I will say, all right, a little background, and I'll try to make this quick. I did a stream with Ray. It was late at night. He was getting trolled pretty hard by the chat. I don't remember if it was the one where he put out his phone number by accident himself. Uh, Gino Bisconti was in the chat, sort of railing on Ray pretty hard. I got shook by it because I couldn't believe. I'm like, why? Because I, I don't, I don't, I didn't know the whole background. I know Ray's story. Every time you bring up Gino Bisconti's name, he goes into that secret show stuff. It's almost like a switch. He just has to start. Oh, you said Gino Bisconti. Let me talk about this thing from a couple of years ago. So after the the show. I went and I listened to Bisconti's, I'm not a Compound Media subscriber, so, but I, I listened to his live stream where he explained his side, essentially, of the secret show debacle. And then I watched that video that was put together, sort of a, a response, a critique of DeVito. And I did message Ray and I said, look, if the secret show stuff didn't happen exactly as you say it happened, Maybe you made a mistake. Maybe your memory was faulty. But given the fact that Bob Levy and Gina Levy were saying it didn't happen the way it's been described by Ray, you do owe Gino Bisconte an apology. Which I disagree with. Now, why do you disagree with that? Because Ray's perception, OJ. Was, Ray's perception was his perception of what happened. He told the truth of what happened. The girl was asking him to help out with stuff. The parents showed up. They, they took, and all of a sudden, and then so you got his Ray's perspective, and then you got Bob and Gina's perspective where they heard them come and say, You got, we're shutting it down because it's too loud. The truth usually lies somewhere in the middle. So they, we have these two different perspectives. What I think happened was, yeah, Gina was screaming the N word, which is part of his act, and it was loud. And I, I think probably both factors contributed to the show being shut down. I have one follow-up. Your opinion there didn't change when Ray did that saying the color of my blanket means you know where I stayed and who I stayed with. Like that logic, like that kind of, when, when Ray did that, that also caused me to reconsider what he had been saying. But that didn't sway you? Like no. Maybe, no, okay. Hmm. No. And then Stevie Lou, as someone who's, I mean, you're kind of connected to the compound media world. Did Gino Biscotti just walk by the light? That was a little, okay. What, what's the deal, Stevie Lou? Yeah, you put up a really good point there about how Ray has these set responses in his head, and that's what he will output. You can't whenever. penetrate them. Yeah, and like there's not just one. Like you said, one there. He has multiple that are only the amount of responses in his head because he says them. Reason being is that he's so afraid of his image being tarnished at any point and losing whatever grasp and hold he's gotten so far in this comedy world. You know, so I'm afraid that Ray is not the kind of person who is capable of that sort of dynamic thinking that you're talking about, that he is really, I mean, and I love Ray. I'm not trying to do this to fucking diss him. He's very, very one way, black or white thinking and there is no gray area for ray there's no gray matter neither for ray i guess we could say <laughs> i can't argue that now look i'm Shut not the fuck up ray i'm not <laughs> i'm not defending ray's thinking or his, or his logic i just i understand I, I feel like i understand where he's coming from when he's trying to explain himself 
when nobody else can figure them out. I guess it's like I said before, I hang out with, uh, I have childhood friends I still hang out with that are similar to Ray, a little fucked up in the head. So, all right. So here he is. This was from last Sunday. I realized if everyone's already seen this, uh, just, I don't know, screaming. I don't know. Fucking unsubscribe. What do you want from me? Here it is. It's a call. All right. We'll call Ray in this chat tonight, dude. I think you want a lot of people over here tonight alone. Oh, <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Win people over. Well, whether or not, no, you don't know. And I'm not saying that's what you were trying to do. I'm just saying, I mean, like it or not, that's what you did. I mean, you were crushing it tonight, dude. I mean, a lot of Kevin Brennan jokes, a lot of, you know, steel toe jokes, jokes on my behalf, Stevie Lou joke. I mean, just knocked it out of the park tonight. All right, let me skip ahead. Yeah, like really, well, um, Carlos, what, go ahead. what is that apparition floating over John's shoulder in the background. Can you describe what that is? I'm not so sure. Softcast. That's a oh. human being. That's the co-host. Co-host. Softcast. Oh. Okay. He brings All a right. lot of. Uh, I All think right. he's. Uh, this this show is rocketing up the Nielsen ratings, and I think part of it is because of uh, Softcast. He brings a lot of uh, street cred. Thank you. What, whatever he wants. Is that cool? I, I mean, I get where you're coming from, but we would really like to bring the two of you together. I could kind of try to moderate the best I could, man. I, I don't want Gino to talk over you. I want you to say your piece. I want him to say his piece. And then just you guys go about your separate ways. You don't have to shake and fucking be friends at the end of this, you know? All right. Well, all right. first of all, I will say this. I don't I don't watch. Uh, I didn't see his bit. I guess he made, like, some threats towards me that people are like, hey, man, are you all right? Like, people reached out to me. Uh, I know he gave out my number, which whatever, that's just Gino being Gino. So, uh, thanks for that. I've gotten a few death threats in the last few days. So, <laughs> but I don't want to talk about any of that. I just want to say if the whole thing is because of that show in Connecticut years ago, I thought the show was shut down because of things he said on stage. I know Bob Levy said the other day that no, it was shut down because it went long. Fine. I believe Bob Levy. If that's the case, I apologize for that. But at the same point, at the same time. Now, he did apologize right there. He threw a butt in there. Maybe Ray could have come up with a better prepared statement. But he did apologize to Gino. Uh, he seemed to acknowledge that perhaps he had the details wrong, which I support. I mean, say what you will about Gino Bascante, good, bad, indifferent. If it didn't happen like the way Ray said, a man's owed an apology. Uh, and now this is, I'm going to skip way ahead. Gino Bisconte called in and everything kind of went insane. And, uh, you know, to you and see, there we go. Okay. I no fireworks. My thing and then you respond. No, no. Thanks. In hot water episode 820, where Ray doubled down on the lie and said, they shut down the death star. When Gino screamed, not said the N word. So simply put, what's more believable that a guy gets worked by going on stage and screaming the N-word in the middle of his set, or the fact that someone who's not good at comedy would do 13 minutes trying to get a laugh and then fucking make up another lie saying, oh, they were asking me to put up lights that never happened. Now, do we Jealous want to try bitch. this again? No, the lady did ask me to help her put up lights. Matt Lee was there I don't want to get that was a lie. Matt Lee, who... Ray, it's all wrong. Let 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 Ray just speak his piece. Uh, he's gonna hang up. This is not gonna be like a whole segment thing. When I try to collect the this is what you do. Keep enabling Ray. Ray's a laughing stock. 
Keep enabling Ray. He just got humiliated on his own podcast three days ago. You brought him in. I call him a liar. Like, let him finish his beat. Just say, let Ray lie more. Say it. Do you know, I'm not trying to let Ray lie one way or the other. Look, we know Ray lies. Ray, you got to let him lie. Do you know, you got to let other people. So it goes on like that. Uh, I mean, you know, hindsight being 2020. Credit to John DiCaprio for trying his best to keep that together. But it would have been interesting to, to hear those two talk. Ray and Gino in a productive way, but it didn't happen there. That will never happen with Gino. Never, he's, never going to happen. Loud mouth, obnoxious <clears throat> asshole. He's not funny. He just runs his mouth and runs his mouth and runs his mouth. I disagree that Gino's not funny. I think he is, can be very, and he's, and very, he's very, he's very, it's apparent he's very jealous of Ray DeVito. DeVito. Well, well, I mean, these guys are, they've both been in. The New York City comedy scene for about the same amount of time, and uh, say what you will about both of them, they both get about the same amount of stage time in New York right now. You know, so they are kind of in the dogfight together in the general sense of the word, and now they're dogfighting against each other. You know, and it's not going to stop. Ray needs to just drop it and move on and not even he's done that recently since that call he doesn't even say gino's name which, which is smart it's exactly as crazy of a thing as that is that is smart of him because the problem with fighting with gino is that gino is in a he's sicilian he's, he's not a stand-up boxer he's more of like a brazilian jujitsu fucking grappler he gets his hand on you and he pulls you in down onto the ground and starts slowly suffocating you. Uh, you know what I mean? He's not a stand up fair fight puncher, I have to say. And I, and love I will Gino, say, but. I will say, I don't know how I would react if what Ray described didn't happen in the way Ray described. Like, I hate to be fair, but I think it is important to be yeah. fair. Carlos, Gino, had, Gino's going to react the way he's going to react, I guess. And Ray's I don't know the guy. I don't, I don't, I don't. I've watched them on Content House. So I'm, I tried watching his jump rope stream. He threatened dude, to ban me for no reason. We're talking about something that was jump roping the trance music. <laughs> hey, that's the funniest better thing. Better shape than I am. Hey, who cares what kind of of the music if music wants to be a man or a female or change you call it trance music all uh, right all right you, you said trance music god damn whatever you would uh, speaking music. of producer joe let's get on to our next topic producer joe right i mean that's what i just wanted to play those clips shout out to win by two uh soft cast in the paint john dicaprio for uh trying to make that happen great and i thought it was right i thought it was right for him to drop it too how much could you let that go on uh, you couldn't hear what was going on great band. but what'd you say they're a great band have you heard their cover of um jumper <laughs> no no oh no. shit oh boy i gotta have to oh, guys i want to get back real quick because <laughs> Yes, please give me Ross Dog. Wait, hold on. Hold on one second. I got I got to do one thing. Ross Dog's broken spirit. If we hit the goal, Carlos will do some OT. Yes, please give me fake super chats. $5. All right, sorry, OJ. Point out something to me that Gino Biscotti has done that's funny. I that has my personal opinion of whether he's funny or not has in in my opinion has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I'm just saying if a man's been wronged in that way, he is deserved the apology and it doesn't matter to me if, you know, 
who he is or well, what okay. he's done. Carlos, I mean, you know, that, that's John, all I'm saying. The fucking Ray had plenty of time to drop this shit. That was three years ago we're talking about, more or less three years ago, and he has had many opportunities to not bring it up, and he fucking always does one of those canned responses in his head and has that. been saying that shit for a long time. He had a chance to drop this shit a long time ago, and he didn't, and now we're here. Yeah, th that's the one thing that makes me uh, I have the conspiratorial mindset. Why did all the secret show stuff come back all of a sudden it seemed like it was right around Pottstown that bob levy and gina suddenly weighed in on it maybe they have before maybe i'm wrong but it seemed to be a sort of settled matter other than ray constantly bringing up because i just he's just he does he says things you know he, you say gino he says that but i was curious as to why bob and gina suddenly weighed in seemingly out of the blue uh but i guess we'll never know it's all connected because they were there at that show like it's really a years small ago circle. Though. yeah but it's really a small circle that we all end up rolling in at the end of the why day why didn't this they speak really... up sooner or maybe that's they good. did that's uh that's my question why why did it all come to a head well it got okay got brought back up because gino and kevin brennan are brawling right now obviously okay. so like ray devito got kind of stuck in the middle as like the kid in a divorce settlement sort of thing. So uh, that's how it kind of looked to me, really. And that's why sh old shit's getting brought up because it's getting really dirty. And then continuing with the Ray DeVito topic, because you can't have a show in the Dabbleverse right now without talking about Ray DeVito. Ray DeVito's producer is Joe the Producer, who has somehow become a lightning rod for various factions within what's left of the Dabbleverse. I have been public about my criticisms and concerns with producer Joe, just in a context of, I felt he wasn't supporting Ray that, that, that effort to make Ray a whack packer in my mind. And I have no proof of this. This is just an asshole with an opinion. We all felt that Carlos it, was that was that Joe, the producer was, was, was setting him up to fail because it's good for content, like making Ray look goofy and all that is I thought Carlos was Ray's producer. Yeah. Ray just announced that. Uh, uh, one night. But since then, there has been sort of this, I don't know, uh, Obnoxious John, you have strong opinions about producer Joe. Where did this come from? What is happening? What's the end goal? Uh, and I'm sure everyone knows what we're talking about, so I'm not going to go into it blow by blow. But where's all this coming from? What's happening? I mean, as far as the end goal, I, I, I don't have a an end goal for any of it. I went on twitter one day and muttering jay had uh took a picture of one of my comments on the shoeing network saying that i thought that the show the network has gone downhill since joe has gotten more involved and that's where like i had seen he muttering jay started just going after joe joe is not a likable guy um as far as muttering Jay and then I have no clue. I have no idea, but it's not a good look for the Shuley network. The guy is, I just don't think he's qualified to be a producer. What does he do? Dave Especially for Ray. What does he do other than flash some pictures up? Does he do any research on the guests that Ray has come on? Does he write questions for Ray? Uh, what is he producing? Right. That's and he does, he does have, I mean, I don't, you know, I guess private life is private life. He's not really a, a, a personality on the network. So, uh, but there is, he, he did come on Ray's show yesterday and 
He is oh, a guy. He's, he's a, a type. He's, he's definitely a, a certain type. He's become a, personal, a personality, okay. which he shouldn't have. He's been dragged out uh, into the no, light. He's, he's made that he put himself into the light. He kept they have five freaking producers over there. He's the only one that jumps on the mic ever. Here, here he was on Ray's broadcast yesterday. While you hear Eso chime in, but I mean, he's put himself out there. We, if you watch the videos back, this one's been cut together, but you can tell it was two separate videos, right? And right. Kind of in between the two takes, or I don't know. The the rest of the video may actually be out there, and this just might be edited to make me look as bad as possible. Right. You might hear us arguing back and forth before she shows up. I guess what I'm saying here, he is a guy who is like. I'm an asshole and I'm an asshole and look at me be an asshole and fuck you for saying I'm an asshole assholes. That seems to be his vibe, which I guess is interesting for content. Uh, but the way this is edited, I'm just sitting there on my computer and then all of a sudden there's hospital staff surrounding right. me. But yeah, let's, let's, uh, yeah, let's watch the last minute. She, she kept recording for a reason. I think the rest is just, it's going to be diffused. Yeah. The rest is just us leaving. Like I have my backpack on and my computer's packed up and yeah he's, he's the one that has to be calmed down like he's still sitting over there yammering about me and what yeah. a piece of shit i am and how he's gonna follow me out to the parking lot to oh he said me. that he said oh, he's yeah. gonna follow you out oh, does yeah. he know about your other situation well, that happened are you sure this. are you sure you want to follow joe out that happened Pist after this. pistol joe are you sure you want to so again did i jump up out of my chair and lunge at that guy or did he jump up out of his chair and lunge at me and again according to the people on twitter that's okay and i should just sit there and be okay with people based on this video i think lunge is a loaded word i'm not sure if we can characterize what happens as a lunge lunging at me and threatening violence on me and if that's your take on things that's damn right fine, I but i disagree too and especially when it comes to jenna like i don't give a fuck who has a different opinion than me you're gonna be yeah. wrong when it comes to her, you're going to be wrong. See, there you go. Yeah. Look at the way he jumps up and yeah. he's so angry. Yeah. What a piece of a second. Dude, oh, hold on, hold on, I think, I think hold it's on. clear there. He is not that old man does not appear to be angry because someone didn't get a snack. He seems to be angry because producer Joe was talking in what I would perceive as a threatening manner to some yeah. random aide yeah. or nurse. I, I think I had enough of this stuff now. Like he's now using his sick wife as an excuse for his bad behavior. Right. That's that's disgusting. I'm sorry. Like well, he, he's, right. he's like I'm, overplay. He's overplaying I, things. I'll he's say, exaggerating shit. All I'll say in his defense. It, to be fair, I'm not in that situation. I don't know what it could cause you to do or not do. I will. I, I don't know. That's just my Andy's opinion. Point, though, he's he's got to stop bad. bringing that up, though. Stop bringing that shit up. That oh, Look, because my wife is sick, I can do whatever right. the fuck I want. That's what he just said. He just said, well, in my mind, I'm gonna be whatever I want to be and do whatever I want to do because my wife is sick. That's what he just said. You can't have that mentality. That's the wrong mentality to have. And I get it, Carlos, if you have a sick uh, a family member. Yeah, that, that's hard for like, me to judge. Don't try to act I, like I'm being a fucking ghoul, soulless person here. I get it, what it is to have a sick fucking family member that does not give you carte blanche to sit there on the phone with someone else and berate someone. That's some of the most passive. Hey, you know a thing or two about public meltdowns, Stevie Lou. Let's play the rest of it. He, he's just, no, Stevie Lee, your point's made. It's it's noted. Just so looking for a reason to fight. Jenna in that video. <laughs> Does she not look like she needs a second bag of pretzels? And this guy is all offended that I went up to get her another snack. Yeah, like, fuck that guy. He's like knocking over the thing of uh, used needles and everything. <laughs> like, yeah, I I, I don't like I, that, I don't dude. feel like I'm the one that looks like fun. the angry lunatic in this video. <laughs> he absolutely no, does. No, all right, we're, we're done with that. I just wanted to.
Yeah, I, I don't like that guy. I don't like that guy. I don't like th- those dudes with that kind of energy that are like, I'm, I'm used to being the alpha. I'm always the alpha. Stancil's that guy. And I oh, I'm a, yeah. I love the glory days. Do, fuck you. There's my apology. Go fuck yourself. How about that? Yeah, and I guess when you end on that, okay, you've just you're you're gonna fight everybody one on one, or one by one. Uh, and the other thing, I cut out. I, I cut out the very end there. Stancil's on producer Joe's side, but that tells you all you need to know. If you got Stancil backing you up, good point. You gotta you gotta question your behavior. Anyway, OJ, is there anything else you wanted to add to that? I just think he, you know, if a real man would have just said, you know, I had a bad day. I fucked up and I was an asshole and that's that. No excuses. You were a fucking asshole. Just leave it at that. Can't argue with that. Uh, to be fair, here are the sports heads, Bobby Fran and company, talking about how uh, producer Joe helped them on their broadcast. Moderates the chat. And what was going, what, what ended up having, uh, Stormy, when Joe was in the chat? Uh, there was. I mean, there's multiple times I can remember, but uh, Joe, I mean, he was he was having our back for sure. <laughs> yeah, he, he was totally defending us. So, yeah. So that's where I, I first got the sense of uh, Joe's uh, def- sense of defending things that he likes in that people yeah. were coming and just saying, oh, what's this show? This is this. This is that. And then Joe was in there like, hey, don't not this show and don't not come here. Not oh, words to that effect. I can't remember everything he said, but mm-hmm. he was aggressively going after these chatters in a loving way i could tell that it was out of love you know and uh speaking from the perspective of like i guess the only female that's really been on there that much um they were all super respectful of me and any comments that i maybe wasn't okay with they asked me and it was mm-hmm. i mean i'm fine whatever i understand but they were respectful and polite enough to ask me you know if, if it was okay that those people were making comments in the chat it was nothing really bad but they just wanted to respectful yeah it was and they were all they were all great to work with so we we bonded with joe like pretty quickly and we did the we did maybe our first probably eight shows or something you know eight maybe Mm -hmm. eight shows after that with him and then we were eventually turned over to uh stut joe depot who also produced with them and he did our he did our last few shows but um uh, and I, I like Stut Joe Depot, but it was funny because here you thought the guy that maybe wasn't going to be the best fit. It seemed like after the fact that Joe was kind of our biggest defender. He'd be, he'd be throwing us super chats and um, just helping us with the show. And so really, so that's my bond with Joe. That's how I got to know Joe first. So I don't know. Am I supposed to then say, wow, do you have any priors, bro? Like, I don't know. I didn't. So anyway, I just thought that was a, another perspective uh, to throw out there. I don't know how 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 much longer this producer Joe drama is going to go on i will say his his answers are going to prolong it the way he sort of has that uh fuck you try me i, I don't know I, yeah I don't and think that's that's, that, that was his mistake he, he he went on and challenged mothering jay to do some research and <laughs> i you know he? <laughs> yeah and shout out to the sports heads uh or now you know coffee and, and pods uh i i love all four of those folks right there they're really good good down home people so if they're saying good things about producer joe then i take that with like you know with a a full measure then because uh they're good folks so this is an interesting comment uh from tiger lily there has never been a cast of quote normal healthy unquote radio guys doesn't exist he's a producer who gives yeah, a shit? Gives back a to what that, that's a good point. Also, it's like these guys are all from Reddit, right? Aren't these all redditors? These were anonymous guys shitting on Stuttering John who got jobs. 
it's oh, not they're fucking wacky. Carlos, what I want to say to Tiger, it's not, it's not what he did. It's it's his reaction. I think that's, you know, a lot of the times that's what happens here. Uh, shit comes out about people. It's how you react to what comes out. And his reaction hasn't been a good one. Right. Yeah. And that's, it's not good. That's it's not good crisis PR, I guess. Like me that didn't really like the guy in the first place. And then you see tweets about that. He put out that he hates cops and cops suck and whatever he put out there. And it's just like, you know, I, it's I, a certain I, type. Can I maybe put a, a bow on Shout this Shout out one? to the NYPD. Father, Bruce. brother, retired. Yep. Both did 20 I'm plus a, years, 54 actor. years. Grandpa danger. Shout out. Uh, but let's say, let's say, this about, let's say this about, yeah, I'm sorry about that. That one time we made that joke. Uh, listen, it was a whole show. I was hurt. I'm going to st stream snipe you. And listen, producer Joe, you clearly just have some more room to grow. That's all. <laughs> That's what I say. You know what I mean? Like, it, do it doesn't seem like I, he has to be demonized forever now because he's got some good traits. He's got some bad traits. And we all could say that about ourselves. And I just say that, hey, maybe he can learn from all this and grow as a human. Hello, Terry B. Citizen M in the chat. Uh, all right. Yeah. So the other thing I want to touch upon, like, right, we're up to topic four. Cardiff Electric talks about being threatened by Chad Zumach. Cardiff sort of, at least in, at least as I, as far as I know, sort of dipped out of YouTube for a little bit. I know he had the, well, I don't want to go into his whole, I guess he had the COVID at one point and he's busy with his uh, uh, subreddit surfing and all that good stuff, but he did come back this week and I want to play a clip of him talking about his experience with Z-Man. His channel's been taken down. And this is, this is, of course, there's daily updates to all this shit. So this is a little before we had the uh, Chad Mia culpa on uh, MLC. Assume, or no, I don't think it's been taken out, but he's got his three strikes. Is that right, OJ? That's what I understand, yeah. Yes, so he's got his three strikes. Um, Kevin Brennan is loving it. Yeah, I mean, I don't want people striking channels, but hey, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he did so, he, he's trying to, uh, take me down and dox me. He can go fuck himself. Um, so why why did this occur? Like, wait, did I, you? Well, excuse me. I'm sorry. I gotta no. say, I remember. Yeah. I feel like I, it's like that's OJ in the past, by the way. Blackmail. <laughs> and the thing is, Chad is now saying that someone sent him all this stuff. I remember Chad saying a long time ago, many times, more than once, that I he had say. it all right. That he had it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's Chad being Chad, I guess. So again, he's, he's, he's such wearing, a Chad move. It is such a it's a, such a Pinkman move, not to. Steal, but <laughs> I think he's reaping a little bit of what he sowed today. And again, it's I don't like the reporting. I'm not going to tell anyone to report or dox anyone. Oh. Um, but when you make your living screaming that into a into the microphone, uh, onto YouTube. Uh, you're going to get some of that back and, and and you won't believe you won't believe some of the DMS from his people that I've been getting like people that are, Oh, I, like, especially when that, um, uh, that, uh, when he was really teasing, I guess he was doing that episode where he was really teasing the, the doxing. Right. Um, and the DMS I was getting from his people. Oh, you deserve to lose your job. You should get, you should die for what you've done. To I'm like, <laughs> are, these, are, are these people fucking serious? Like, and it's like dudes, and it's dudes with like their kids in their, um, 
and I'm not saying this to be like Chad, he's got kids or like John, like <laughs> it's people with their wife and kids in their profile picture telling me I should lose my job for what I did to Chad. And these are <laughs> obviously these are like full grown adults. We're not talking about probably people in their twenties, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Ma older, grown men, <laughs> grown <laughs> men want, want an idiot in a potato filter to lose uh, their job for a teasing does he know what you do like he doesn't even I, know what you No, he's got everything he's got all the information he's got oh he's got my name and my address and my job uh he's he's been sending me like snippets of what he does have uh he's he's just a he's been, garbage he's been sending you your pinky toe in the mail oh, it, literally, and he's he's, slowly sending you uh, he, body parts oh one maybe one day maybe mm -hmm. one day i'll release the 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 real tampa papers and send out the, the bullshit I've been getting from this guy. Like, you know, you better. He got. He sent me an email at like five in the morning, upset that I was, I was liking tweets that were mean about him. Jeez. And if I don't stop liking tweets, he's going to unleash the information. All right. So I, I just thought that was fascinating to hear Cardiff get real and talk about what the Z-Man has allegedly uh, been up to. The Z-Man did reach out to me. He, he mentioned this on his podcast, uh, and I, yeah, I will virtual signal or, or pat my own back or, or practice false humility, whatever the fucking term is. I apologize. Uh, he, he I, I, mean, I won't go into it, but he did, he did say he, wanted, he wants to get out of all this drama. You know, he's looking for a way out, and he had, he had an, like a, an idea for a possible show. Uh, so I immediately thought he was trying to set me up because, <laughs> you know, that's the way I think, but I don't know, Stevie Lou. I mean, you of course have a long history that is not settled with Chad. You're still in the, in the war. I guess I'm sick of the whole MLC Chad Brennan stuff. I want to see peace. Well, Carlos, it's hard to ever see peace when people take actions as drastic as what Chad has done, the kind of shit that he says to people in messages. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. So folks can go back to yesterday. We did an episode of our new show called Stevie and ski after MLC on the ski mask collective channel. We just actually uncovered a couple of messages that ski mask had sent, had been sent from Chad back in 2020 where he was saying some really disgusting stuff. So I won't go over it again right now. I think folks can go check that out on their own. And on top of that, this weekend, Ski Mask is going to be bringing Paul Fens. Uh, yeah, well, who, I, I'm I heard that yesterday. Fill us in with that. What I'll, is that about? I'll keep it brief because I think okay. it'll be much better revealed to all of you. It sounds who, like we're reopening uh, an old wound. Well, there was a guy named Paul Fens who used to be on the Ski Mask Collective and when Ski Mask Collective as a kind of whole first had their first run in with Chad in 2020, Chad was saying he was going to get child protective services involved to get allegedly. No, 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 no. We have the, it's not oh, alleged. Thing. So yeah. So we went over some things that Chad was saying to Ski Mask about that this, this weekend. No, no, no. It's not slanderable because we have it provable. Uh, so it's totally fine. Uh, it's kind of shit that he said, actually, Carlos, that you could still go if you really felt like dragging into the going into the dregs. You go on his Patreon, Chad, 
and you look back to about the summer of 2020, the spring summer of 2020, and those episodes are still on the air. And he was saying stuff like that. He was like, well, how could somebody who's being on a podcast take care of their child? So maybe I should get CPS involved on getting his child taken away. That's like the kind of rationality that this guy, Chad, was using back in 2020. So when he goes on air and says, I've never tried to fuck with anyone's family or anything, that is a complete and utter bullshit lie. The war continues. Horribly scary to the fact that he's either lying like this just to try to get over or that his brain is so damaged that he doesn't remember doing all this shit. So it's just a bad, right, my, damaged man. My blood sugar is uh, is falling. It's 56 minutes. Brian Spears is uh, my co-host usually, although he hasn't been on in a while because of Kinky Loco trolling miss, and doxing him you, constantly. Brian. miss you, buddy. I miss having Brian Spears with you. You guys are great together. He's busy. The The film The Wrath of Becky yes. comes out. Uh, out may 26th i guess is it out okay out today yeah i saw it in um the it's you can see it this weekend i saw it's a sequel to the 2020 film becky according to what i'm reading here on wikipedia and brian spears uh helped do some of the gore in the movie it stars uh, lulu wilson and the great sean william scott an underappreciated actor who of course is most famous for the american pie series but also made that great hockey film goon of which i am a fan so congratulations to Brian Spears. Go check out The Wrath of Becky and never listen to what Husey has to say. We have a comment from Husey. The podcast wars aren't funny anymore. I, I agree. I agree. I did think this week was anything funny. Was anything funny this week? Did I laugh? I like to laugh. It, it, it staves off the depression. It staves off the darkness. Was so boring yesterday we were what you know we were doing the tukey tukey show watching it and we gave up waiting for chad and then you know we signed off chad comes on and it was still boring so Husey says it's way too dark it's way too personal and Stu stevie lou plays with his own shit okay what? why did you <laughs> you could have left <sighs> Husey. Tukey was funny. All right. So, I mean, I have, I don't even know if we should go into this other stuff. The other things I, maybe I'll throw it out to you guys. I mean, there is the clip of Chad from Misery Loves Company when he returned and he seemed to suggest, or actually Bob Levy seemed to suggest, but, you know, even Levy in context can be interpreted out of context because of the way he communicates. But he seemed to suggest that he started Kumia Cucks. The idea for Kumia Cucks came from Bob Levy. That's one clip I have. And then we have the sports heads just quickly uh, bidding the Shuley Network goodbye. Uh, and then we have a clip of Blind Mike from a while ago, but I just thought it was so great, debating whether the whole Ray pink blanket thing was fake. What do you guys think? You want Chad and Misery Loves Company, sports heads saying goodbye, or Blind Mike? OJ, your call. All right. If OJ's oh, not sorry. I was yeah. on mute. Sorry. Um, we can't get to all of them. We got over. 100... <laughs> all right. All right. Real quickly. We've got over a hundred. Let's viewers. do it quick. Let's do it quick. I don't. I don't think any any stream, especially as amateur as this, should be over an hour. It's just a, a thing. All right. Here's Sportshead saying goodbye to the Shuli Network. So I love you guys for that, and I understand what's going on over there, Stut Joe. Is that you know it's an active wet network popping off. A lot of it is about all the drama and everything, yeah. and I think our show is good. Good story. We're not the drama. Like our show is like the it doesn't fit that that what's going on on that network right now. Like every show seems to have like its 
the drama factor right now going on yeah. with all the podcast stuff. I don't feel like it was something to be taken personal. I think it's just it's not a fit. Yeah, it's not yeah, a fit, right? Only only a certain amount of people want the the fun aspect to a show. Yes. Oh yeah, because they would show up on sports heads that night saying, "Where's Bob? Where's Shuley? What's this shit? We want to talk about right. this." And I understand that. That's the motivation. That's the drive of the network. But it's tough when you're self gauging yourself. You don't know where you fit in here or not. But I am super duper proud that from the ground up, from nothing, we developed a show that was good enough to put on air every week. And not only that, but they, I, I wasn't really sure that if Shuley was noticing or not. I knew he was busy and whatever. I know he's got a lot of, uh, a lot of plates spinning. I wasn't sure. So I was very excited when I heard that not only he knew we were out there doing a the show, but he liked it enough to put it on his network for basically three months. So we are totally flattered and yeah. appreciative and we respect that and everything. So yeah, I think uh, Bobby Fran uh, of all the uh, yeah his his sports head show got taken off. But how awesome is that guy? There's a stand up guy, ladies and gentlemen. Hell yeah, I am a I, fan of Bobby Fran, and as well as hey! my give him a skull, Stormy Scott and yeah. Bobby Nick too. That is like they are gonna do well wherever they go. They've got big things ahead of them, folks. Check out their new show, Coffee and Pods. I believe that's what it's called. There, uh, yeah. That that was actually a, a clip from Coffee and Pods. It's been around for a while. In my opinion, that was probably a better fit. I mean, I'm not a sports guy. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't watch sports. Let, I apologize. Plug, but Coffee and Pods is a better fit for the Shuli Network than uh, than a sports show. In my yeah, opinion. they've got. And I know um those some of no those filter. guys. No filter. No filter. Thank. That's exactly what I was gonna say with uh, Andrew and uh, that whole crew there. They do a great thing too. Yeah, I so, love and, I love Bobby Fran's energy, and that morning show is a perfect morning show with his energy. Uh, I love it. I I hope they do one every morning. Honestly, I love that show. I'm a yeah, new they, fan, especially yeah, since they seem. Sorry. Don't go back. Don't ever go back to the. <laughs> <laughs> but why? Why OJ? Why? Like I, that's what I don't get. Why do we have to burn the Shuli Network to the ground? I didn't say we have to burn the Shuli Network to the ground. I'm just. A, a non-supporter of the Shuli network. I don't like the lies, you know, and then back to Joe real quick. Uh oh, Something else that's turned me off. Shuli is gaslighting his audience, taking bits of information, uh, information and combining it. So he's, he's been taking both stories with Joe where he got into a fight with the neighbor who hit him with a dowel or bat or whatever the hell it was. And, He's com he's combining that with uh, when Joe took out his gun a couple weeks later, and it's just it's bullshit, and it pisses me off to see Shuli lie over and over and over, and I I, I don't tolerate liars. On, on the on the positive side, we're all becoming uh, citizen journalists and being familiar. We're getting ourselves familiar with the Freedom of Information Act and uh, court reporting. It's really fascinating to yeah. see. Copyright. We all are copyright experts all of a sudden now. Nobody likes onions. Is it? Is it an injunction? Is it a civil matter? Is it a criminal investigation of some kind? So many allegations. Isn't like aren't everyone in prison is a lawyer too? An innocent lawyer. Right. Yeah, and the cops always get it wrong. All right. So uh, David Skywalker, Carlos Danger. What you're doing right now is way better than the MLC podcast I've ever seen. Oh, I thank you very much. But I, I, I love Kevin Brennan. X M M M M M two twelve Tuki disarmed Ray got him to open up like a child in a therapist's office. Until, no offense to Earl Skakel, but uh, he he dragged that show down. I thought Ray <laughs> and Tuki 
we're very good together. The bona fide comedian who who works at what the comedy store. Fuck him. I love uh, Earl. Shout out to Earl. I, I I love Earl too, but I thought the chemistry of Ray and Tukey was phenomenal. And then Earl came on and it just became like, oh yeah, I know that guy too. He's a great guy. That's why I actually I, I stopped in for a second, but I thought yeah, Tukey and Ray were uh pretty pretty good together. And that's I I didn't have anything to add uh, to that. All right, so here's Chad on, uh, what is that show called? Misery Loves Company, In the Line of Fire, when he made his return, if I can find okay. it. This is a great comment by beloved Chad. Earl Skakel is human valium. I just, I, he's got such good movie taste. I like Earl. I'm just yeah, saying so that I was having such a blast watching Tukey and Ray together that it was uh, it was a letdown when Earl came on. That I never gave you bad advice. I gave you good advice. Damn, I guess I'm I'm in the minority opinion here about Earl on Tukey. Fuck or Earl on uh, Ray. All right, I'll shut up. I told you, and you called me a liar on this, and you know this is the truth. I said, since everybody's busting your balls, do a show about them and have fun and smile and do it and you'll make money because you're doing what they're doing to you. So right there, isn't he saying, isn't Bob Levy saying that Kumia's Cucks was my idea that I gave to Chad? OJ, how do you respond? I'm Stevie sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I keep hitting this damn, I'm getting used to my equipment. Could you please repeat the question? Yeah, do you want me to play the video again? So here's Bob Levy, and I do. OJ's really manning the chat. He, he's he's. Take, I'm gonna have to send him a few bucks from Ray. No. But uh, here, I'm gonna start. My theory here is that Bob Levy gave Chad the idea to to do Kumia Cucks. Is that never yeah. before revealed information? Not on any of the shows. I think Bob mentioned it when they started fighting. But here we go. Here's Bob talking about it. Thing is, is that. I never gave you bad advice. I gave you good advice. I told you, and you called me a liar on this, and you know this is the truth. I said, since everybody's busting your balls, do a show about them and have fun and smile and do it, and you'll make money because you're doing what they're doing to you. And you said, you, I never came up with that idea. You, you, it's either in my email, in my phone, or we talked about it on the phone, and that's a fact. And you cannot deny that. And I was the one that said, do this because you can hey, make money, me... do it with a smile, and you win. And that's what I told you. And of everything, you don't listen. You don't you sit guys and just, think. You guys just trash me nonstop. And I'm like, I'm like, I got to sit there and listen to lies that aren't true. And I can't defend myself. It's but what the most lies? frustrating what lies? in the world. What lies? What I, lies? I mean, I, I, all I, I don't did was write try them down. To guide you, but when I try hear to guide it. You, because Florentine always said that you're a good person. And I, I, I would never think that Jim would not uh, like somebody that was a fucking asshole. And I don't know. I feel like we've all seen that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and like we yeah. said, it was kind of boring and depressing at the end of the day. It wasn't super entertaining, that whole four-hour episode. It went on for a while. Yeah. yeah. But uh, maybe we'll run th through some chat and then uh, call it a day. Uh, somehow Tukey is better than El Harible? Oh, man. Carlos Danger, can you play us a clip of your appearance on Rock Bottom last night? I cannot, but I can recreate it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I left. Uh, 
please play Stevie's stand-up. I think that's uh, Chad's Patreon. Uh, he couldn't name one lie, by the way. Yeah, I, I, I'm a sucker. Uh, I felt bad for Chad. Kiki Loco, lies that aren't true are way worse than lies that are true. John's designated driver, Chad calling other people liars. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Closer says next. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Ha ha. Thank you, Stevie Who. Antoine Cumia. And that's a guy that knows boring and depressing. Wait, are you, did you mean me? Uh, Stevie, what? Oh, no, no, no. Tony Sal, we're not going into that. I just pulled a Ray. Nobody put my number up there. I will just fucking read it. Oh, we don't have time for that, uh, but we'd have to do a whole new episode for that one. All right. Last clip. Last clip. That's a whole other universe. That's a subgenre. That's like the torture porn. I'm more into slashers. Uh, so there was this episode you guys may have heard about. I think it was about two years ago. Ray and his pink blanket. It got mentioned on uh, Nightwave Radio. I don't know. It was all over the place. And as a fan, all right, I'm going to totally, everyone's going to, whatever little respect you have for me is now going to be lost. I will say that as a guy that kind of grew up watching Howard Stern, was introduced to him by my oldest brother, who's like 90. Uh, he, I listened to him on cassettes when he was on WNBC. And then, of course, growing up. Yeah, yeah. To be in, to have Bob Levy scream like he did uh, was just, I was, I was like a kid on Christmas. It was really, it was a surreal experience. And I feel like it was a bucket list uh, moment for me. So I'm just going to say that. And also the fact that like people, people thought maybe it was a work. And here is Blind Mike. I love Blind Mike. This is a great show, much better than this one. But uh, he commented on it, and I, I really, I basically just masturbated to this. This was awesome. You fuckers. I didn't want to talk to it. I respect for I them. Was a I hotel. said you guys both the fucking text message. And I'm saying, with. hey, don't say that you did. Don't say that this happened. Don't say that you cracked, like, and there you guys are. Who wants with the, I fucking told you guys, don't what bring it up that I crashed in their room. So, yeah, those didn't. are my fucking blankets. And so, yeah, th okay, thank you guys so for you fucking disregarding what the fuck I asked you. Nobody not said anything. So you there you go. The blanket thank you. If you were in Julie's place, you would have had fucking, the blanket. Forget the hotel. Yeah, you so, brought that with you because you're going to sleep right. at Julie's place. All right. I'm, I'll, I'll see you guys. Uh, no, but yeah, I'm. Uh, right. uh, you, nobody said anything me, about Nobody's the fucking room. Thanks for, thanks, for, thanks for having me, man. Good times. I didn't uh, even that. But, I will say that I kind of screwed up because I knew Ray was going to leave just because the way he was acting. And I say, I can't believe that happened before he leaves. So maybe that contributed to the fact people might have thought it was a total fake, but anyway. let's leave the show. And that was it. All this because, like, this is the thing I have a hard time. No one can be that clueless or like out of touch that they're like, I got to fucking flip out because they asked if I have a pink blanket. It's got to be fake i i really think it's fake because like i i'm i'm with hack right that made me want to throw my fucking head through a window yeah so i think that's fake right i, so. well, I don't know what the, i don't know that we don't have as many uh chatters today because we're just on patreon but uh i'd like to get the public's opinion so leave it in the comments folks if you're on youtube uh real or fake you tell me um because i i don't know I, it seems like bullshit to me on ray's part at least it seems like the guys were genuinely confused but it seems like maybe Ray is trying to follow. Keep in mind, he's like good friends with Chad, I guess. That's my favorite part. <laughs> he blames Chad. Yes. So anyway, yeah. 
But obviously, I'm sure he knows now. Yeah, that was completely race thinking and it was a fun moment in this dabble verse. Uh, Carl, it, when I'm when dead was... next week from a heart attack because of my high cholesterol, that'll be on my tombstone. I want that in my obituary. Even when he's mad, he's giving out these canned responses. I love it. Nothing better than fucking Ray DeVito, man. Long live Ray. Great yeah, cards I, for life. I'm so happy to be his online friend. I, I do want to go see him when he comes uh, in June. I was messaging you, Stevie Lou. Have a night yeah. out uh, on the town. That's next perhaps. week. Next week, I think. Not this Monday. Next Monday. Is it? Okay. I think that's it. Yeah. I might have to clear. I think Stan, Stancil said he wants to come too. So. I know. Bring scheme. All right. That's that's neither here nor there. Ayla. I might have to fake my own death to get down there. Ayla is saying Shuli's going to make Ray into Perry Carabello. That's what he's been trying to do, and it's failed. Ray is not a Perry Carabello. He's not a low cow in the way that they want him to be. They have no chemistry with Ray. Julie doesn't understand Ray. That's Although why I would I would argue that Ray's late night viewers are also trying to make him into Perry Caravello, independent of what Julie's doing. And I hope Ray keeps accidentally going up, up against the network shows. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, OJ. What do you want to plug? Um, El Horrible, B Dabbler at B Dabbler, B E D D A double B L E R, B Dabbler. I am the co host with El Horrible. You can find him on Twitter and YouTube. We have a we have a uh, channel if you're not aware. Where you can also find Tukey and all his other amazing creations, characters. That's about Citizen it. M says that. Stevie Lou, your plug, sir. Yes, of course. Uh, if the folks don't know, uh, Blunt Smoker Video, that is my main pod that I do once a month where me and two movie producers get super baked and break down a movie, a film. Uh, then I'm also over on the BYB uh, podcast. That's BYB Pod on YouTube. We could really use a few subs because the channel got taken down recently for some bullshit uh again for some other time uh and then finally we just kind of relaunched the old sad chad show it's uh being called stevie and ski after mlc so every thursday after mlc we'll be going back to our roots and ski mask and i will be doing that show uh again starting as soon as mlc ends on thursday on the ski mask collective youtube shout out to little lemmy for doing our new logo so thank you young lady that'll be up uh for next week's show i, I so. wish you guys would have called it skeevy lou Ooh. i just blew a snot rocket <laughs> <laughs> all right go bad. see the wrath bad, of okay. becky this weekend wrath of becky my buddy uh brian spears did the gore and uh goodbye <laughs>